0: He's staring Quaaloo at me. Eyes. You know he's staring at me going. No, he's
1: staring at me. He's, he's staring, staring at me at you going, going, your I like chick f- lifes me. I like the feel of your balls against mine, Boogie.
0: <laughs> Do it again, Boogie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> gotta change my orientation over a stuffed <laughs> fucking bear. That is so awkward. <laughs>
1: I like your hair. What, what am I
0: stuffy flexible now? <laughs> Just
1: you are. You're curious. I'm, I'm <laughs> stuffy curious.
0: I'm stuffy curious. God damn it Alright, you guys ready to do a show? (laughs) Yeah! Yeah! Let's do a show The following show is for mature audiences only Listener discretion is advised And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself One, two, three, four Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion.
1: Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts.
0: Hi.
1: I'm Kathy. I am Count Boogie. You sounded like a Muppet when you said that. When you did your intro. Hi,
2: <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. I am Kermit the Frog. I am here. With my finger inside of Little Piggy. Gurmie. Oh, Gurmie.
0: <laughs> Man, I, I just was so determined to start professionally. And <laughs>
3: just, it
1: lasted and two seconds. <laughs> I just,
0: can we clock that? Unger, can we clock that, please? How long was that until we
2: turned into crap? Ours, oh, less than one minute. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, here, boogie? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
3: Arnold is back Kathy
0: I am complete I gotta say I gotta totally say last week fun show Um, this week lots of good stuff in the show but I'm just I gotta honestly admit I'm a little bit surprised to actually see you here
1: Uh, where exactly did you think I was gonna be and think before you speak
0: Kathy um, (laughs) I saw the joy in your face (laughs) why are you panting Kathy (laughs)
1: so excited just the mere thought
0: so Kathy why don't you tell us about your new little friend and how it was so amazing that you were able to separate yourself from your vagina and uh, your new friend to get here today
1: <laughs> I took a break it's the only break i'm taking
0: do you even have sensation in your labia i anywhere? do so
1: i can feel my labia
0: <laughs> it's been buzzed up to your navel
1: it's, it's numb it's vibrating it's just, <laughs>
0: So, Kathy, <laughs> one minute, just one minute to just go off the rails. Thank you. Yes, i Oh,
2: no, I'm just saying that we're I'm noting in two minutes. Kathy's panting over here and there's all kinds of weird noises in the show. And in the chat, I'm just like, what? I don't know anymore.
1: Wow.
2: So what did you get? What did you get in the mail?
1: Brian's gift arrived. Yes. And I came. I actually was expecting to get it And you came, yes, <laughs> yes. I
0: imagine that was the result of Ryan's gift.
1: <laughs> oh, good golly. It's going to be that show. No, I was going to get it tonight uh, coming here, and then I realized. <laughs> Did you
0: realize be, I'm horny now.
1: <laughs> I'm at <laughs> Just, the party Saturday, and I see you across the room. I'm all, give it to me. <laughs> give it to me now.
0: I have never had a grown, mature woman hold my leg harder I'm trying to walk away from the love lab just to enjoy a threshold party. And she's just literally hanging on my feet like a two year old. Like when you work with kids and they sit on your feet and you walk like fucking Godzilla. That was Kathy going back. I want my toy now. What was awful about that entire interaction besides the humor of you dragging my leg uh, back towards the love lab. Was opening the box because oh I had the, so the camera and, you know, I'm watching and in the back of my mind, all I <laughs> swear to God, I had a 90 percent chance in my head that it was going to be a cat turd when you opened up the box. <laughs> I swear what, that, Ryan this, that Ryan was just some dick troll that was just going to, you know, put a cat turd or something in there and go, <laughs> look I'm funny, right? Because, but you were so excited. That would have been horrible. The excitement that you had on your face. I'm like, God damn it! If this is a cat turd, (laughs) I gotta come up with 170 (laughs) fucking bucks and buy this bitch a fucking Siri (laughs) too. It I'm kept, not that fragile. I'm shaking the box, and I'm just like, well, it feels kind of like feels like the right word. I hope it's the right thing. And so we started peeling. it. You started. I gave you a knife, and then stood back. Because <laughs> it, it is a dust Just watched the dust cloud form, <laughs> and out came a, a, purple,
4: a purple Lilo
0: Siri two vibrator. Yes, gift wrapped. Gift wrapped. He
1: fucking. Had it gift wrapped through Amazon and sent it second day air.
0: That was nice. That it was really
1: cool. nice and it was very exciting and I loved it. And I don't know if it's because it's mine or because it's purple, but it actually felt better for <laughs> one of those reasons.
0: Yeah, you know, unlike that one that you have stuffed in all those other the vaginas. Second-hand
1: one that's been used. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Look at Muse, just like she's very her happy feet. because
1: I brought it back. Here tonight. it is.
0: Thank you very much. And you guys then get to kinda, use it. She that was the first thing out of her oh mouth. My God, is she is, bringing it back?
1: Yes, I'm all. It's we're gonna get it right. She goes. Does that mean we get ours back now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and here it is
1: can't even hear it oh yeah it's that subtle
0: it's uh, a great sound my my labia is <laughs> right in your ass <laughs> is buzzing in reply <laughs> 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 don't ruin it it is it's well Mew's this is not
1: going to be happy if this you is
0: ours it. no this is a really durable and uh, i
1: cleaned it by the way
0: did you yes. with your tongue Ew! See, here's the thing. I'm looking at Mew right now, and every time you say you cleaned it, she has a little bit of a pouty face. (laughs) Because I swear to God, she just wanted you to pull it off your cunt and shove it in hers. Because she she likes you, and... She has kind of a filthy mind. Look at the smile on her face. Look, watch. <laughs> Kathy cleaned it, pumpkin. Aww, oh, she's geez, look at it's the pouty, Kathy. It's you right just cute. don't get mew. I know you don't get me. I'm she's not a, giving
1: you a filthy a, vibrator. She's back. a very
0: t- take the Siri. Go in the bathroom. <laughs> shove it in your fucking cunt and give it back.
1: That'll be like her Christmas <laughs> present. It
0: will. I'll just stick it to her leg. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> From my labia to yours. Ah, <laughs> see, that
0: is the love we have here on perverted Podcast for each other, vaginally. Ah, well, thank you. I, we made it a paper
1: dollar. Very they're,
0: entertaining. They're just like going. Why do we come here? Why? Why are we here? See, reevaluating your life choices. That's what perverted podcast is all about. You feel better about yourself.
4: Laz, we need another button. Laz
0: made the button. Helping you
1: reevaluate your life choices.
0: (laughs) Now that, if you can fit that. My life isn't going that bad. Jesus Christ. So speaking of buzz. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Did you see how that just fell flat?
1: That was... I don't know what transition uh, you're trying, to, trying make, to make. I'm trying to make a transition.
0: So, speaking of Buzz. I'm <laughs> uh, doing
1: the... Ah. ah
0: He did the He's finger gun the thing. <laughs> ah. So, um, I'm kind of on a little bit of a high. Um, uh, you know, just something that was very important to me occurred yesterday. Uh, besides all the amazing kink and wonder and love and joy that I have in my life. Um, yesterday... For the first time, I couldn't take it anymore because we have this band, right? You know, we have the DDLG band and, you know, we've been practicing these songs. You know, we got tons of songs. Like, literally, we have enough for about three albums. We have a lot of cool songs. Who does? Zua, uh, Zombie Unicorn Apocalypse. and uh, and But we've kind of gone into this mode where we haven't ever played. For really any, I mean, we have groupies, it's kind of mandatory, you come in, you get naked, you masturbate while Kaya sings, and, you know, and, and, you know, that's, that's what we've done, but we've never actually played for a group of people, and it's started to get kind of like, you know, because Bunny does other types of music, so this is new music for her, so she's a little, she's never played, she's uncomfortable, and I'm like, look, this is bullshit, I have never been in a fucking band that rehearsed for nine months, and never played with anybody, or for anybody, so I said it's it's happening. So she <laughs> she said okay, I'll do it. And I just we were at soap yesterday, and uh, and Mew happen Mew happened to be here. Soap social of age players. That's uh, right. They had the parties on. Sunday Yeah, they have the Sunday parties too, uh, right. like the, whatever it is the first or second Sunday. I don't know what date is. Um, and so I literally just said I'm grabbing people in there and I'm going to fill this room and we're going to fucking play some Zoa songs. And she was like oh, ah. And so I did. I grabbed. I you know some of the people had you know. Had actually heard some of the songs. Some of the people had actually, you know, are subscribers to the Zombie Unicorn Apocalypse YouTube channel, uh, and they've heard the songs and they like the songs. I'm like, there's people that like these songs, so let's fucking play.
1: But Mew was okay with it.
0: Oh, Mew He's got no problem. Mew has been dying to play. You know, you know, Mew went to a gig like I don't know a year or two ago with a friend and saw her friend's band, and then she got that little rock star that she's like, I can do that. <laughs> It's time, daddy. Let's fucking <laughs> rock some shit. Just get up there and fucking, I'll just fucking throw it down. So she's ready. But, you know, Bunny was, you know, very nervous about it. And so I brought in like seven, eight people and I sat them all up here and we went and we just fucking, it was just, I can't, I don't know why I'm so excited because it's been so long since I actually played with the band. I've done solo comedy and stuff like that. But it was just so nice to like have my girls there, and we pl- just played a few songs, and everyone sat, and they liked it, and they clapped, and they didn't fucking stare at their cell phones the whole time. So it was like, all the things your friends are supposed to do, just pretend you fucking like us for a little bit. And, and just, I can't tell you how much I miss playing live with a band. And I'm like, you know this has got it, this... This has got to start happening. What did you guys play? We played, uh, shit. I don't know, what did we play? We played uh, Everyday Girl. um, I I don't know. The turtle song? No, we did not play the turtle song. The the exam song? uh, We did not play the final exam song.
1: The squishy song?
0: No. Well, for crying out (laughs) loud. I don't remember. Oh, we played right there. And uh, and we played, uh, huh? Can you whisper it? Sparkles it, and Glitter. We played Sparkles and Glitter, which is an amazing song, which is going to be an amazing video because it's going to be literally a barrage of littles running amok.
3: That's like too we're going to get like
0: 800 people. We've already got fucking Drunken Pirate Orbeez scene because that's going to be Bunny's birthday. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a great video. That's going to be in a couple months. Cool. But so it was just fun. It was hey, just a lot I of fun. I wish I was here. It was just a lot of fun to play. Yeah. And and uh, and hopefully we'll be playing soon. Maybe we're just going to book some gigs on like a Tuesday night at Threshold and people can come out and then maybe I'll host like a little party after so people can have a play party. I'd be there. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens. FedLife.com. Bruises and bondage and pussies
2: and dongs. FedLife.com. Consensual, safe, and sane-ish. ish <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like this post, uh,
1: well, hey, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's either asrock or Asrock.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not Asrock.
1: <laughs> you never
3: know.
0: Hi, my name's Asrock. I got hems. <laughs> I got some pretty bad hems just they're always there, so people start calling me Asrock. Mm, i like me some medicated pads, yeah. <laughs>
1: going to be regretting having given me permission to I can just
0: this. see he's listening right now going, I, why I hate people. Uh, well, I'm sure I'm gonna it's go, ASRock. I'm
1: going to go with Azrock 2000 Okay. <laughs> he wrote a post called, uh, need a reality check, please. He says, 20 or so years ago when I became active in the scene, there was a big debate going on about sexual play within BDSM. There were the purists who were sure that sex and BDSM were not connected, At the other extreme were those who saw BDSM as a bit of kinky foreplay before a shag. The majority were in the middle. Sexual stimulation within a scene was fine, but it was just one of the many tools we had to get the result we wanted. Back then, if you were playing with someone, you never assumed sexual play was on the menu. In fact, you assumed it wasn't unless you specifically asked or were given permission. When did that change? Is it now the norm that if you don't say specifically, don't fuck her, don't stick your fingers up her ass, that permission is implied? Am I so out of touch?
0: I like this because I like old points of view. Because you're old? And, and, no, because <laughs> then it just shows kind of the evolution yes. in a lot of communities. And, and a lot of. let when, me
1: interrupt. I'm sorry. I got to say that the reason he is saying that, I left it out of here, was that he's been reading a lot of posts online by young women, and he's surprised by their uh, belief in the assumption that sex is going to be involved. Sure. And so he's wondering, am I just an old fart who... It's way past my time now, or is this what's expected now?
0: In that, I I think once again, this is going to start out immediately what we experience here and what is experienced in other cities across the the, the planet. So I don't know where where this guy's communities are, um, but if he's reading mostly general posts, it's obviously pretty widespread. I definitely like the idea that. I hear a lot of the old, op- and he talks a lot about um, you know when dominance like basically loan out their submissives for play, and it's kind of like a whole kink and whatever. And a lot of the like leather community was very big on the master slave community, the 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 strict old school kind of old guard DS was there was a lot of kind of permission given like you can play with my submissive, you know type of things, and then there was certain expectations and protocols that were kind of in place around those things where you just assume that if, like even he talked about it in his post, he didn't mention, um, that it was, you just assumed if you were playing with somebody else's submissive, sex was not going to be involved. That it was pretty much going to be mostly like sadomasochism. Right. So it's just neat to see the evolution of negotiation is that's what's really, I've really noticed since those older days where things were kind of expected that now we just don't expect them. We just talk about it. And the expectation should be that you have a conversation with the person prior to play and ask them those questions. And so I, I really, um, I had a lot of things. You, you're just listening. I'm <laughs> i like, waiting for you no, to No, go for in. it. Yeah, yeah, go. Oh, okay. Um, I like the fact that we don't assume protocols anymore um, because that kind of always got people in trouble. You hear a lot of stories about that, and I got, when I first came in like nine years ago or whatever, um, I didn't know that a pet was actually something that was owned. I just thought pet was a cute name, so I bought a pet at a slave auction, started fucking macking on, just... Fingering her and making out with her and she was like, ah, and then and then the owner was just like all just completely butthurt. And I'm like, I don't don't know what what (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) She seems into it, you know. And so so, you know, because I didn't know and she didn't say no. So I didn't know that there was an expectation that I wasn't going to do anything sexually with her. And so you can eliminate that. By just not expecting anybody to know anything if you're going to be in the situation where you let your submissive, you know, because that's a king for a lot of people. A lot of people are like, oh, my, I want to let, you know, this person play with my submissive or whatever, and that's their thing. Um, but just that shouldn't be an assumption anymore that these rules are going to be followed because we don't go by those you know, we, there's not training for those rules anymore.
1: Oh, yeah. And if you're going by simply your readings on Fet Life, don't rely on that unless you've got a good cross-section of several different communities. Uh, reading Fet Life posts is not an indication of any kind of uh, n- normal assumption right. on the part of all kinksters. So I get it. And especially in, on Fet, you will see a trend and you might see several of the similar posts or people with similar ideas or thoughts, all coming up at the same time, that does not mean that everybody feels that way. So um, that's important to remember, especially on Fet, because for for the amount of people that are on there, it it has a, a, a tight knit community kind of feel to it. Because uh, in, in particular, the people who are posting, because they're all the usual suspects. Sure. And so, uh, but I also found it interesting that he starts off by saying, "I'm just." you know, an old guy and I, I've spoken to, a, there are people here in the community, thank goodness in threshold, uh, who have been here for a long time, who were here at thresholds inception and they have boy, some stories to tell. And we forget that, you know, there was a lot of protocol and expectation.
0: Yeah. It was very rigid and rigged. It was actually for a lot of parts. It was pretty fucking lame because you were categorized. And, and, and that's when it gets into the, I liked what he was talking about the difference between there's sex and play, there's no sex and play. There used to be a very, there used to be two camps. It was the same in the spanking community that you spanking is not about sex and you don't have sex. And there was all this rigidity that was fucking retarded. It was just lame. You There was no, you couldn't have not like why not sometimes be sexual and sometimes not be sexual? You know, why can't we have, so now we are kind of like, hey, we can have all those things and all of that just requires asking. Yeah. It just requires talking about it first.
1: Yeah, it's always unusual when one person or a group of people declare themselves the purists of everything kink, and they're the ones who are going to decide what kink should be like. But the bigger the community about the harder it is to maintain that.
0: And then it's not about the individual play. A lot of the rules and protocols that were socially in place are about fucking being something it wasn't about the individual relationships it wasn't allowing people to just develop their own things that's why there was you were either dominant or submissive and there was these things and you were expected to be this and that and we've kind of now gotten away from that in a lot of the communities where it's about whatever is going on between you and your partner and so that part I really like about the evolution paper doll did you have something
4: I was going to say it just seems like there's often a rush to get to the finish line of things and so um, I think something I see a lot in posts um, from, I would say, I mean, it's just generalize it's about young girls. So girls, you know, 18 to 20 something talking about like, I didn't know that I could do this and not have to have sex with someone. And I, I wish someone would have told me that I didn't have to accept all this stuff that I didn't really want to do. And I'm always like, why? What, what Why wouldn't you know that you didn't have to do all that stuff? Like, I don't know if it's, it's hard for you to project my mind back to being an 18 year old girl again. And thinking of that innocence. Cause I, I don't think I really had that gene. <laughs> I was a little more jaded and hard because I grew up in LA. But, um, I think the idea that that's, that is a common enough thing that happens where people do feel like they have to kind of put on this front of like, Oh, I know what I'm doing. I totally know what's expected of me. And it's okay that this guy's doing this thing that I'm not really cool with. I guess it's just how it's done. And um, getting stuck in that assumption of, of like, well, I guess the play is sexual and I guess I just have to accept this toll if I want to if play If I want game. to play, yeah. And it's really not. And I, I mean, I, I always try to, when I run into people that have that experience, I'm like, wow, I'm sorry that it happened to you. And it shouldn't happen that way. I, I don't know why people are rushing to get to this, this collared slave thing before they get to know the person first. Because they know, like the fantasy. Everything's an exception. They just <laughs> like the
0: fantasy of it. And yeah. they read some romance novels. But it's and
4: like, you go to a club and you want that tonight. So, like, you tend to rush into I want it. my master <laughs> yeah, tonight. Like yeah, paid the admission, so I'm going to get it tonight. And it's like, no, nah, you got to, you know, take the time to get to know someone. But you want the quick fix. So then shit happens. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah,
1: it was a good post. I like... What? No, even, you know what, even today, it's not... This has nothing to do with age or... Even today, there are people who say... Yes, I don't believe sex should be part of the kink scene. One has nothing to do with the
0: other. See, that's when they say it shouldn't be part of the kink scene. Fuck you is my instant response. How about that? That's my response. Fuck you. Please, please record that and whatever. You're completely okay to say I'm not interested in sex with my kink. And I know lots of people at Threshold who are like that. But we don't have as many people that are sitting there because, like I said, then it has nothing to do... It becomes a religion. It's just about your fucking religion and you want to be right about this thing. Which is great, I understand that. But fuck you. People are going to have their relationships how they have them. And if people don't want to play sexually, then that's great. You just need to self-advocate and say, I'm not a sexual player. And now I know a lot of women and men who are submissives that have on their on their profiles, I don't play sexually. If you're looking to play sexually, that's not what my kink is. Or I have a relationship already. This is what I'm in. I'm a, you know, I'm a rope bottom. I enjoy these things. So I just like what Paper Doll says. And hey, here's your next rule. You don't have to play sexually. That's it. You don't have to. You may get rejected for that because the person wants to play sexually and that's completely that's completely part of the process too. But you're not obligated to play in any way other than what makes it work for you. And the only caveat to that is to negotiate. To make that happen by negotiation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I like the post. It's a good post. Like post. Thank had you, had ass some, Rock. Had
0: some meat. <laughs> had some <laughs> You're a dick Sorry You know he's just going to be like I fucking hate you I know it's You know be... a
1: lot of times When I can't pronounce it I will tell them And this time I forgot to ask him How you pronounce it
0: I'm sure he's going to appreciate Your forgetfulness know. You know I could sorry. have avoided Now all of my friends Calling me ass rock For
3: so Well they sorry. called it Yeah that on perverted I podcast I I know Jesus
0: <laughs> fucking Christ I'm sorry ass rock <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel bad now.
0: <laughs> you're just in this afterglow of craziness since it you're is. vibrating.
1: My labia is still vibrating.
0: Just send him a you know voice code of your uh, masturbation. Are you going to oh make God. a featured orgasm with your new vibrator? I
1: might. I might. Nice. I will not promise anything. Will you? I am self advocating. Uh,
0: what that was for a perverted podcasts?
1: No, you did you on yours? I didn't, but, but you you're know because I'm here.
0: <laughs> Thank <It's> you. <laughs> just in- my
1: <laughs> name is Kathy and I approve this podcast.
0: I approve this <laughs> orgasm. All right, what do we
1: got? But we have an email from Little Princess who wrote to us and said, "I love the podcast and I listen to it every day to and from work." Yay! My daddy was the one who introduced me in this lifestyle, and he asked me if I had listened to your podcast. I started listening to it when you were on your 100 episode, and now I have listened to every episode two times.
0: Oh my god! Let
3: me
1: pee-pee. just interrupt here <laughs> and say that, honey, that makes you a peepee zombie apocalypse master. Echo, echo. That's right. Yes, when you listen That's, to everything twice. We to had it. to come up with a fucking name for you Either people. Either that or
0: you have Alzheimer's. <laughs> 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 so it's just new and fresh. That's what it is for me. People are like, hey, remember that show? No, I really don't. I have no idea. It sounds like something I might say.
1: She said, continues and says, I think my daddy loved your show because we have the same age difference as you and Mark. The reason I'm writing you this email is because I want a button. I love buttons. My work bag is filled with them. I live in Sweden. Is that a problem? I would really want one. Please. (laughs) Have a nice day and keep doing what you're doing. I love you, Kathy. And Boogie, fuck off.
0: Aw. aww. Thank you. I believe you you told
1: them. Just write to us and say. Just write. Say,
0: (laughs) give me a button and fuck off. I'm telling you. We need to get organized on giveaways because we never get any responses to when we make requests. Maybe we one. We got tons of responses. Literally like a four. 400. <laughs> fucking bam.
3: We got four. Big
0: numbers for people. One is from Sweden. <laughs> One's from Sweden. Give me a button. And some people were like, tell Boogie to fuck off. That was great. <laughs> Now we should send her two buttons. She'll get two. She should send her two. And we'll she's pay. she's an echo. She's like, a
1: P-P-Zam echo, buddy. Echo,
0: echo. How much does it cost to mail? We'll figure it out. I am sure it can't out. cost more than six, seven bucks. We're I, sending it media mail. It's going to
1: get there in six sending, weeks. <laughs> we're
0: sending it on the China crate, you know. <laughs> they put that thing. and just sits on the shipping container for like 19 months. <laughs> Your tiny little buttons will be sitting at the bottom of a crate. <laughs> pretty much. Just, you know. You'll forget that you ever ordered it. You're like, what the hell is this? Wow, look at that. It's like Christmas. Was
1: that that guy who died on the air?
0: Probably. <laughs> There's some bone. Yeah.
1: Oh, by
2: the way. Oh, Unger.
0: I know. Unger. What? Um, Hi, Unger. How you doing? Hello, Boogie. How are you today? It's very good, Arnold Unger. <laughs> um, what here? First off, um, I have a little bit of business to handle with Unger. Uh-oh, Uh-oh what do uh, bef- I do now? Before we get into uh, some of Unger's events that are coming up, Uh-oh. Unger, it needs to be said on a show so it can be said so it's official because I'm not going to write it down. Wow. Um, Unger? Unger, I, if... I, I, come it, on, I'm here! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you waiting for? <laughs> put down Would the you hurry? Put down, I the, cookie. down yeah.
1: the cookie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: put, put the
2: cookie Put the cookie down! <laughs>
0: Unger, I just want it to be said: if I die on this show, I want that show played. Of course. If I like, and I'm expecting o- the same from you, Boogie. If I keel over on this show, because we were talking about, because Kathy's like, should you be eating all those chips? That salt, you're going to have a heart attack on the show, level Because <laughs> she's hoping, you know, she's, know. Been <laughs> she's been dreaming, she's been dreaming of my why death. I said that, and I said, if I do die on this show and I start gurgling and pissing and shitting all over myself, I don't care. If I die, you fucking save that recording and you play it and let people hear it.
2: Of course. I
0: just happen. wanted it said. I wanted and it And like said I said, the if the I show. end up
2: electrocuting myself over here <laughs> at some point, you hear the zap zap and the show dies and comes back. <laughs> we zap.
1: If I die <laughs> the- during the show, you do not have permission to air that fucking Thank thing.
2: You, I will. If prize, I end up being, right. you're catching fire spontaneously over here. <laughs> i are expecting we it. it to be on the show and be played.
1: <laughs> Holy cow, Unger just It'd be blew great. up.
2: We just hear this sizzle and crack and look <laughs> and the blue light turns on. The blue light's on and I'm <laughs> over here on fire. <laughs> I'm all, Mew, put it out.
3: <laughs>
2: Get
0: His enormously large jug of iced tea or whatever the fuck he has. <laughs> yeah. Did we ever talked about Sticks's fucking alcoholic he drink soda that thing? Fucking what is it like? If it's not twenty eight ounces. You don't want to be
2: throwing it on me on fire.
0: <laughs> well, you do, but you don't. Sticks, <laughs> don't. get up there. What is your? Ad- I mean, I had a yeah. diet coke addiction for a long time and drank like a, over a gallon a day. He walks in with this oxygen tank sized fucking soda <laughs> container <laughs> that I have never seen. Like he's practicing for emphysema when he gets older or something. Like, <laughs> how big is that thing, and what is in it? Oh yeah, it's a hundred ounces. For a little while, it was the largest one that Seven uh, Eleven had, but that's not including what they used to sell like ten, twelve years ago, which was the Team Gulp. He he has he, he, he knows, knows the this history. shit. He, He's a total geek. Uh, that yeah. is so <laughs> geek. But no, like, uh, yeah, like five six days a week, it's water and iced tea or whatever. Water and iced tea. And the rest of the time. Uh, I, I guess Jim I guess Beam. <laughs> hundred <laughs> ounces of whiskey moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> fucking popcorn set and god damn it i was watching the documentary i'm sober but i'd love to make some moonshine god damn it you gotta it's a fucking thing what let's go do that boogie you want to <laughs> go let's go just, he immediately perked let's, up when let's just mean, go I mean, up to like the north right carolina black <laughs> mountains or whatever and sticks is ready to go with let's you let's <laughs> just let's just go and so we can fill sticks's jug with fucking moonshine that'd be is that a challenge that. no it's not a challenge <laughs> i'm not making i'll moonshine. take that challenge i made shitty that outfit. could be a fun show I made shitty wine once with the sugar and the yeast and the yeah, thing, and it sat there for eight weeks. And I it remember, weeks, yeah, I and I drank, I tasted like such ass, but I was so poor, I, I even I couldn't drink it. It was horrible. Yeah, it was. It was good. Whatever.
1: Hunger's got a hook pull to go so, to. Don't get I'm him sober drunk. Sober now,
0: hunger. What?
1: Unger. what? <laughs> Angry. Come on. Arnold. I have
0: to turn that down now. Tell
1: us about your hook pull. <laughs>
0: Unger, do you have um, an event coming up that you're uh, the actually have a lot of events?
2: Come on, have you not listened to me in the last couple months? Every weekend, so angry.
0: He's always angry. He's the coordinator
2: now. (laughs) We
0: knew this was coming, Kathy. Unger Unger serves on the board. He was happy for a while. Which
1: reminds me, what's your name in there now?
2: Uh, (laughs) Oh,
1: that's funny.
0: That's
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's fitting for the moment. Did you know? No, tell me.
2: PP mod, unga the green meanie.
1: <laughs> well, that's why it explains a lot. So
2: it's the green meanies. Did you find out what
0: green meanies? are? No, it's just blue meanies were from yellow submarines. I might submarine. be missing like blue
2: meanie and green machine or something like that. Yeah, yeah. probably. It's a crazy. So, what is, is up with the hook pulls? I know you're a big hook pull guy. I, I do enjoy them. Uh, they're a really interesting experience. And uh, down in San Diego, Club X is co-hosting uh, with Edge Walkers, uh, both of which are educational. Um, Groups, much like Threshold, right. so I kind of want to give them a call out. Very good. That's next uh, week. And that's this Saturday down in San Diego, and it's called Ritual Steel. Uh, it's I don't know how many people they're expecting, but over 100. They're also going to have big like drummers. Drumming, big drummers, just
0: a bunch of big, big yes. people. It's really
2: cool. Apparently, like a big,
1: it's a big part of hook pulls.
0: Just big, big, with, big with big some people.
1: fucking gongs. Yeah, with, with some hook pulls. Did you say
0: gongs?
3: Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes, drums, uh-huh. gongs. You're finally, not like get that. thrown out of a party. <laughs> I told you about that last week. <laughs> So, yeah, that's happening this weekend, and that's uh, going to be an interesting experience. There's a lot of people in the L.A. area also heading down for that. So hopefully some more people will come up. And, Aren't uh, you
0: g- working on doing a hook-pull experience here at Threshold? I'm,
2: the, I'm in the very early ch- stages of uh, planning a hook-pull event here at Threshold as well.
0: So that would be where people can come if they're interested in hook-pull they can pay like 10 bucks at the door and then maybe yeah. buy a little hook-pull kit. Maybe more yes. than 10 And Well, I mean, he's... <laughs> well, kidding. it's 10 bucks, and then the, uh, yeah, if yeah, they yeah. want to buy the kit yeah. you were talking about, right? Yeah. And so then people who are interested in that... And you don't want a bunch of looky-loos people just sitting there... No,
2: and I don't want someone to go, oh, it's going to be quiet. I'll go and take a room and do a normal impact scene. I don't want yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, that. no. So this I'm, is, this is a, focusing hook pull on a hook event. Pull.
0: You're going to be a part of this situation. Maybe
2: needle-pull if you don't want to try full-on hooks, something sure. like that, but within the realm of... The more hook pull type scene because sure. it's a very different experience.
0: I, I think that would be great. I totally su- uh, support you doing that. That'd be pretty impressive, too. Yeah.
2: To uh, be a part forget of
1: about them. Let's talk about our own threshold is having an amazing event. Is that
2: wait? Is that this Saturday or next yeah. Saturday? That is next Saturday, next Saturday because this Saturday it. I'm not going to be here. Oh, and you know I do all the things for yes, you so do. for bizarre. bizarre you bizarre. are bizarre. Bizarre. I am bizarre. That's for sure. That's <laughs> so fucking true. How bizarre? How bizarre? Remember that song? <laughs> yeah.
3: Ooh, baby.
2: No. Nope. Every time I look around. It's really around. funny, Buggy. We're making every fun time of people's I look ages every in the time. chat tonight. Yes. That's a good. We're making fun of people's ages a lot in the chat, yes. and calling everybody old. Dude, that was a cool jam. That in nineteen. How bizarre. How bizarre. No.
3: Dee-dee-dee. Dee-dee-dee. Ding-ding-ding. Ding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> stop. You can stop now. Can it's you like, make
2: that, that hand motion again? <laughs> I know people in the, in the show can see it, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's very Come fantastic. on.
0: That's my two cats fucking, and I'm presenting it to the world. <laughs>
2: When is Bizarre Bazaar? Bizarre <laughs> Bazaar Bizarre Bizarre is the twenty eighth, the following Saturday, from one to seven p.m. here at Threshold.
1: It is a huge event,
2: full of vendors. Right before
1: Christmas is a great time to get some amazing deals. And on we're going to have more
2: vendors than we've had in quite a while. We have seventeen vendors, I think, and new vendors. Many I know new, that we, I think we tend, tend to a,
1: have uh, our oldies but goodies people we yeah. love, but this time you guys really. To get. And new yeah.
2: vendors, including one that does a service, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, a Nice polishing. Oh. Knife sharpener and Knife daughter.
1: sharpener. What is wrong with you?
2: Still working on getting black boot blacks, but yeah. still. And we're a doing knife a, sharpener? Uh, yes. yes. Professional knife sharpener.
0: That is terrifying and wonderful at the same time. I just picture a bunch of fucking idiots walking around with freshly professionally sharpened knives. But
1: he'll also Just going, Tripping over look, each other. Look, he did a great job. Yeah. Stab, stab,
2: stab stab, 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 stab. What? He will also dull the knives.
1: Because some people want professionally.
2: the
0: Professionally. What do they do? Just tap it gently with a hammer? I don't know exactly what he does. <laughs> he sticks it, in it to he death. A, he just <laughs> sticks <laughs> it in <laughs> enough people,
2: cuts some bone. And something we haven't done in a while, we're doing a knife play taster, among the many other tasters we're doing that day. So we're going to sit cool. him up across from the knife, knife play taster.
0: With Not with the sharpened knives. No. Though. Okay, no. the dull knives. I've already been looking at the Thank people's you. knives. That's, that's, that's... Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> don't, you know, for somebody who... You are insanely
2: <laughs> well, dull
1: when it comes to these things. You don't want anybody I, even near danger
0: not at a public event. Well, Kathy. thank God Unger's running this thing now. At a you. public event. So, no, we already joked about it. No. <laughs> I make the joke so people will understand when we say there's a knife play booth. Look
1: how sharp. Boing. Yes. Boing.
0: That no, they're going to be dull knives and, and it's not going to be a cutting knife play demo. No,
3: no. It's yeah. more the sensual.
2: Yeah. Knife play because
0: a lot okay. of people don't know that when they talk about knife play, everyone thinks you're going to cut me,
1: which is mm. why you want to come to the taster booth here so that they can teach you how to do it properly. If you
0: are in Los Angeles, yes, but if you are in Roanoke, <laughs> fucking West Virginia, then I
1: take no responsibility then, uh, for
0: you. Is that the right place, Roanoke, West Virginia? Why am I thinking? I think Roanoke. I played there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just had some weird flashback. <laughs> I did a gig in Virginia hey, with the band. I had a record deal paper with. Paper
1: doll, what are you doing with Sticks' leg? And just, happened. I'm just <laughs> it's yeah. draped all over.
0: Yeah, man just, that's man disgusting. Spreading. That is so disgusting.
1: <laughs> what well, you like it when Tiger spreads her legs for you? then Sticks is doing it too. What's the deal? Hence
0: the word sticks and legs spread. Didn't I don't want those have to an go M- together. F-
1: F- I don't with want Paul?
0: those. I don't <laughs> want those to go together. See, this is better. Paper doll kicks her legs up there.
1: Wait, we still uh, have to ask Unger about the stuff he's doing in the chat room, you know.
0: What's going... Oh, wait. Unger. Yes! What? Oh God, okay, this is actually a topic. Um, what's the uh, ask the... Ch- wait, I'm oh, Sorry. Hang on. Unger. <laughs> unger. Unger. Question. <laughs> unger. 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 <laughs> chat room. <laughs> unger. Unger. He's unger was head headbanging. Head ba- <laughs> he was headbanging. I knew he'd warm up to that eventually. <laughs> unger, do you have a question for the chat room that you asked? Uh, we,
2: we did ask a question. We, did, we got a few answers. The, the question is... Hold on. Let me bring that up. <laughs> he gets all professional. What <laughs> I Excuse uh, me. What uh, I I you're very professional up. here. Come on, <laughs> I am the professional. No, wait, that was the other guy. That was Stallone.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, it was Renault. No, <laughs> the professional with the, the oh, yes.
1: John Renault. Okay, I love him so much.
2: All right. <laughs> Do you have a unique or eccentric question or requirements that you discuss during scene negotiations? Love this question. It's a good one. Unique, like his anal
0: fisting. Okay.
2: If you're if you if you're negotiating for the first time,
0: that might be a bit unique. Might be a bit. Well, I mean, and you and I talked about yeah. this. Like, we'll always throw out some extreme thing to just kind of see where their head goes with it. Can I it. shave your head? Can I shave your head? You know, yeah. or something like that. Because then you you know see they're like, hey, no, you want people to self advocate. And then if they you know don't get the joke, they walk away and you're you're butthurt. Then you get but, to shave uh, their head. But so yeah, so sometimes you'll <laughs> throw out stuff like. You know, you talk, oh, you like a spanking, and so then we'll just move right into anal fisting, right? And usually that's a no. But I've had literally had some people like, well, you mean tonight? <laughs> I'm like, I'd like your phone number. <laughs> that's, can I get that? Yeah, I have some girls that you need to meet. Mm-hmm. So you said you had... Uh, I,
1: I ask. I I don't think it's an unusual question, but I always get strange looks when I ask this question. Is there any name that you don't like to be called? That's maybe a Which trigger is a very for good you. One.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. that's a real because I one.
1: like calling people names, and it's not always a humiliating thing. Sometimes it's just I like calling you little girl. I like calling you bad girl. I like or whatever. And
0: and yeah, I'm, the little girl and the bad girl is actually really triggery for I people was that, was that aren't into the DDLG that. thing.
1: Yeah, it's not. I so now I'm like. Just 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 start off with that question. What can't I call you? Right. And we'll go from there. What I are you getting in one. the uh, chat room?
2: Uh, unfortunately, I haven't gotten too much because we were making fun of everybody's age. Um, <laughs> that's the I chat lo- room for I you. I love our chat room. <laughs> we we did have Pollyanna that, that makes a requirement not to touch her nose or her feet. Now, feet okay, I hear feet a her, bit, but nose, nose no. is, a, is a unique one. Uh, so definitely no. Uh, that's weird. Nasal hook to, to toe bondage.
0: <laughs> nice, no nasal hooks. <laughs> Actually,
1: Creative Explorer has when you can't put a finger in his ear.
2: That, that's if that's, you. That's, I mean, you can again, if you want to be punched eccentric. in that's the tip.
1: Yeah, the, he's like you touch my. You Don't put your finger ear. in my in my ear, and I'm liable to elbow you in the nose. Like he'll tell you right away. I, I can't well, handle. I, that. I
0: think that's good. Yeah, people talk about their sensitive spots, you know, in the nose. You know, maybe she's been bapped in the nose a few times, so she, it just—it's real triggery. Like, and it, nope, yeah, like no, <laughs> like with a fucking rolled-up newspaper or something. <laughs>
2: no.
1: Anything else that's interesting? Answer in there. Um,
2: uh, cigar insertions is something that somebody else in there brought up. hmm which did, is wait? A, didn't a you do some cigar?
0: For, uh, uh, huh? Didn't you do cigar service this
2: week? I, I did a little bit of cigar play. Yes. Nice.
1: Oh, that is so ooh. nice. The, well, you didn't just do cigar service. I, you tapped out some ashes on someone's no, tongue.
2: I I barely touched ash to their tongue. Just enough so they would taste it though. Ugh. Yeah. Working on we got to work up to the, uh, to the point mouth. where I get a 2-inch ash mm-hmm. on their tongue. But that's that'll be in the future.
1: I see. So you're a patient methodical man.
2: I can evil. Be. I could <laughs> stick evil in there. I can be okay. very much so. Well, that's very good. Hmm. Very, very um,
3: good. Nice good uh, question. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Holly is great. Polly is hard. Polly is sexy. Fucking hard. I need some Polly sanity.
0: <laughs> Do we? Ha- we don't have an intro for that. No. Okay, go. No, we
1: never have Polly sanity. Go. Started- I actually
0: researched for this. What? I did. I got all pumped up last week, and now Damn. I played live in front of some people. I feel like I now need to you're be a more like, dedicated. Do this. I'm I a gotta rock do better. Star. I gotta be better. Is that what you're thinking? I think well, I gotta be better. Okay. I can't just be a hack if we want
2: listeners.
1: Well, about a month ago, we started this. Uh, what's going to be four segments of Polysanity? We were looking at a um, article that uh, Dr. Justin Lay Miller wrote. Who he is a faculty affiliate of the Kinsey Institute and the author of the blog Sex and Psychology. He and his colleagues surveyed 3,500 polyamorous adults online and published the results. Uh, basically, what it was is that they did, couldn't find any kind of or any really comprehensive research study, so they did their own, um, about the types of relationships Uh, and poly and pretty much everything. They came up with four different findings. We talked about one of them last month, and this month we're going to talk about number two, which is the types of relationships in poly and how they vary more than people think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so he talks about different kinds, like if if you're not familiar with polyamory, uh, there's a triad, which is three people who are romantically involved all at the same time. There's also what's called a in which one person has relationships with two people but those people aren't two people aren't involved with each other. And uh, this is what they found about that. Though most of our participants made a primary or secondary distinction, not all polyamorous believe in a relationship hierarchy. Moreover, V's and triads are just a couple of the many forms poly relationships can take. For instance, sometimes these relationships extend well beyond three people. In short, there are a ton of different ways to do polyamory. That's
0: a freaking loop. That's
1: leaf. the truth, man. I think mean, we're uh,
0: what are we're we're an OPP triad unicorn farmer. You're just making that up. Nope, that's I'm just You're putting totally the,
1: making that up. So,
0: I'm not. I got I got a list.
1: <laughs> you researched it. <laughs> I did some research.
0: <laughs> not that I'm big on titles, but you know it's it's fun to at least have a a, a point of reference. True. So, um, one of the big new poly books, well, I guess it's not that new anymore, is, uh, More Than Two. Has anyone, have you read that yet? No. Um, uh, we gotta get that book, um, because it's, it's supposedly, like, there's Ethical Slut, which was kind of the standard, and this is, like, kind of some different takes on that, and it covers some things that maybe weren't covered in Ethical Slut, and so it's really, uh, I've heard a lot of people say that this is a, a great book to read, um, and they have more than two So and on there they had just a lot of reference material. And, uh, and one of the things is they had all these lists of these different types of relationships, like adult buffet, cellular family, cluster marriage, DDAT, the don't ask, don't tell, types of polyamory, the hundred mile rule, um, non-exclusive monogamy, one penis policy, open marriage, parallel, polyamory, polytrothism, primary, secondary, sorry, poly, fucking just endless... And all of these are different types of polyamory. They're actual things, yeah. Like adult uh, buffet, a specific group of uh, type of group sex, which a group of consenting adults gets together for the purpose of sex, and each person in the group is free to have sex with any other members of the group he or she chooses, kind of, um, which led in, obviously, to the swinging type of polyamory, which I think a lot of people think that is the main polyamory. Like a lot of non kinky people. When they think of or non poly people, when they think they think, oh, everyone just fucks everyone. And you just go to there. And that's just like one time. Um, and then there's other ones that were not necessarily looked on very highly uh, by the community. I actually just saw a post. Uh, I think it was on Facebook or something where someone was talking about, oh, they, you know, they they went and pl- picked someone up at a bar and uh, they were the other person was on a don't ask, don't tell situation where basically you can have sex with other people i just don't want to know about it you know and so this person felt really offended you know because obviously they picked someone up at the bar they should be ready to have a relationship with them so to find out that this random person they picked up at a bar had a don't ask don't tell policy with their primary relationship was somehow upsetting and butt hurting (laughs) uh, which i thought was complete bullshit wow i mean if you're dating someone And you're like, and they're in a don't ask, don't tell. And they say, hey, I'm in a relationship and I just don't talk about it, whatever. That's fine. You're getting to know someone to date them. But if you're picking someone up in a fucking bar to fuck them and they, you know, really, (laughs) you're going to be upset to not get all the like there. What about your responsibility to ask? What what Do you have a relationship with someone? Is there somebody you're in a relationship before I fuck you random person that I met in a bar drunk?
1: Which entitled fuck was this? this I don't a- know. It was
0: just somebody that was saying how offensive it was. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, hey, okay, so, and a lot of people in the poly community don't like this because obviously don't ask, don't tell um, is a really good chance that they're just cheating. Yeah, it's, it, and so it goes they against say some of
1: the principles of polyamory.
0: So then there's the uh, the hundred mile rule. It's not <laughs> cheating if you're on vacation where uh and there's people who are maybe long distance um you know military they're away and the spouse you know they they've just agreed hey you know what while you're there i understand you have sexual needs if you're if we're far away from each other for a long period of time go ahead and play and uh and that's until they come knocking at your that's, door that's, and that's, saying here's your kid that's it yes <laughs> So let's say there's parallel polyamory, a style of polyamory in which the relation in which the relationships a person has are largely independent of one another and there may be little or no contact or relationship between the person's various partners. And we have a lot of people that we know that 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 they have their relationship with someone and then but they each have their own relationships with other people that aren't necessarily involved. Mm. Like Mew and Bunny and I we are probably pretty triadish because we all have a relationship with each other. So I have a relationship with each of them, and they have a relationship with each other as well. So there's just so many. I mean, there's just so many of these interesting.
1: Oh, there is, and that, I think I'm, I, I, lo- that is their second finding because it is that prevalent out there. You start with <sighs> polyamory, and as it, as it, as it started to progress in mainstream. Uh, culture, it started to get more crazy like this. So you would find these sites who would start to catalog all, what all of these terms were, and they continued to be bastardized over and over again because someone else would pop up and say, "Well, that's not the way I do." Yeah, I do it. This is the way different. I do it. So let's call this, give it a name, and that list grows and grows and grows. But I
0: like the fact that. I mean, I don't like it. Obviously, it's a very religious mentality. I don't like the way you're doing it, so or I, I do it this way, and this is the better way. That's obviously bullshit, but I definitely like the idea that there are these giant lists where people can identify with what they identify with. So people that are seeing, like when they see my favorite one that was listed, which is soror, I can't pronounce it, sororal poly- polygamy or whatever, and that's a form of polygamy uh, where a man marries two or more women who are sisters. <gasps> wow. That That's, uh, you know, because that's our role play, basically. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Me the, was the role play <laughs> of our fucking thing. But when people see something like that, and then they see that right next to triad, which is this type of relationship, and, a, you know, primary, secondary, which we'll get into a sec, polytrophic, when they see all these different things, they get to go, oh... I don't have to be this or that one thing, kind of like we just talked about in the last topic. Right. You know, Paper Dome.
4: Yeah, I'm really proud of you for doing research, Boogie, so that's pretty awesome. (laughs) 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 You showed up with papers and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean. I care. (laughs) He really does. (laughs) It's impressive. Um, I've read The Ethical Slut, too, and and Janet Hardy's book's really like a good one to start with if you're going to start. I don't know about more than two. I've heard a lot of baggage about it, kind of specifically for what you're quoting now. And that it's giving you this dictated list. Mm. Um, I think once you start to define it, it almost gets a little exhausting. And, and, you know, you start to try and figure out how normal you are and try to fit into some kind of model of respectability. And I think that's what's a little hard is you're, you're sort of wanting to fit somewhere. And I get the urge to want to do that and be like, well, see, what I'm doing is normal. See, look, there's a book that has me on a list and I fit here. But, um, I mean, I think the thing about polyamory is that you're, you're kind of inventing it as you go. <laughs> and so, like. Yeah, but
0: I think, don't you think people need good, some somewhere to start?
4: Yeah, but when you're new
0: and when you're new into something and you just don't know, I mean, that's why people do the Dom sub. What are you? What are you kind of thing? Even
4: reading just like a history book, like look at ancient Greece or like, you know, like Egypt or something. You're going to see these different relationship models, how like, you know, marriage was for property passing down and. And, like, you could marry sisters because that's how you do it. Like, nice. if, if in the Bible, I think if you die, you're, you're, you know, the brother of your husband is supposed to, I don't know, I think... A Accur- yeah, more. Yeah, you. <laughs> you know I mean, so, there's a lot of really jacked-up relationship models. And we're kind of being all modern and, and you know, navel-gazy about it now with, with trying to define it and give it pretty labels and inventing these poly whatever <laughs> like, words. Right. But, um, it's it's like what's old is new again. I mean, I don't know that that I think it helps from when you're you're kind of looking at starting out going I have these feelings and I I want to try and figure out if it's normal. So that does give you a framework to work with, but I just wouldn't want to get limited yeah, by I, it. I, like I, I oh, mean, I'm, I'm a unicorn farmer but I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> you know, like that would be see, horrible. And, to the, find and out. that's
0: kind of I mean, we talk about this at least I talk ad nauseum about titles being bullshit and not, you know, having anything that you stay on. So But I do like the idea that people have a point of reference because a lot of times when you're confused, I mean, that's basically in therapy. You don't need fucking therapy. Every cell of your body knows how to survive as a human being. But therapy helps you unlock parts of yourself and so you get some of those names and some of those things that help you understand and then hopefully you don't stick with those and then you continue to grow after that. So
4: I mean like marriage being the model, like, you know, I mean I did that and I'm like, Well I guess I'm doing this wrong, you know, I'm a failure with that. Or even now, like, the reason I'm in I'm polyamorous relationships now is my, my libido doesn't always match my partner. So right. sometimes, like, he might want to date and he thinks, like, well, yeah, I should go out and date so that he can date. And we feel equal about that. But it doesn't really work that way. Like, I may not be in a dating frame of mind when, you know, he wants to, da- you know, date new people. So I'd be like, well, I don't know. Am I doing it wrong according to this model? <laughs> or right. is this okay for me to just make my decisions because I'm an adult? You know, so I don't know. It's It's definitely... Fun to read that stuff and sort of, but just don't get too tied to it. Like you said, like it's not a religion.
0: I totally agree. It's just more choices, more places for people to identify.
1: I I love it. You can go all the way from monogamy to the other end of the spectrum and be a relationship anarchist. I know a
0: couple. What is a relationship (laughs) anarchist?
1: Don't give me a fucking label. Don't put any term on me. I will do what I want and don't try and call it anything.
0: And does that become the religion?
1: It's the very because now, very because definition, now you're looking no. for something
0: to rebel against. The very
1: definition defies <laughs> definition. You, you, they Yeah, don't but even I know like, a I lot mean, of I... nonconformists
0: and anarchists that, and atheists that that that's the, that somebody's going to tell. Oh, now I'm more anarchist than you. Well, here's and, the
1: thing. This is why you're not going to find a lot of writings on it online because people who call themselves relationship anarchists. They shy away. They don't like to define it in any way. I mean, I, I find myself calling Creative Explorer my boyfriend, as I've said before on this show, simply for expediency. Right. I hate doing it. I hate that I even have to—Creative Explorer is Creative Explorer. I don't even like defining the relationship we have. It's just—I it, it, hate doing it, and so I, I don't think it's practical, practical to be a relationship anarchist for me, but that's how I feel. I feel like I don't even... It's fun to read this. I got no problem with other people doing it. I just don't want to do it for myself.
0: I think that's... This entire theme of this show is to show the diversity that once you had to be this or that and now we're in this type of community that's building and evolving that now we've evolved to you don't have to be anything. You can be whatever you like because some people... I mean, Abyss used to be very strong abyss likes titles it gives yeah. her it gives her something she can organize and stick to and find goals and create things for her life and there's a lot of people that have that type of brain uh that archetype and then there's people who are more the anarchist i don't give a fuck about titles which i get a lot closer to that but i just think it's exciting that we're now in a time where you can just be what the fuck you are i think that's kind of cool Unger? Oh yeah! Did you have something to add? You forgot uh, you well, turned the blue light on. I see the blue on. light. I'm looking <laughs> over for Dead Unger, and I'm like, finally, <laughs> let's see up oh, there. Can you die loudly so it actually makes uh, in something? In a loud, crowded? grotesque manner. Yeah. Yeah. lost. Like uh, that's, that's in his wheelhouse. Some gurgling. <laughs> what do you got, Hunger? Oh,
2: uh, there's a discussion in the chat. Should it be unicorn farmer or unicorn rancher?
0: Ah. ah! all of a sudden now I'm thinking about this I'm like so if you're a farmer you're breeding you might be breeding but if Usually you're a ranch-
2: horses are on a ranch but farmers you grow things from the ground huh. but then uh. well it the depends on
0: your philosophy poop I mean you know sometimes thing. you gotta you know sometimes they do need to grow and they need to be formed into uh, you know my bidding and liking no Rancher, everyone. Clear I, think on? Rancher. Uh, on I think rancher. Everyone's good on rancher or wrangler. Wrangler is. I'm good a unicorn wrangler. You and are you a jolly
2: rancher you know. when you're?
1: In, when and you they talk <laughs> that's Are you a right. jolly rancher?
0: <laughs> they talk and and a lot of people talk about the unicorns. Uh, what is it here? It says uh, colloquial. Colloquial. <laughs> what does that mean?
1: <laughs> like a a term that locally is used. Yeah. yeah.
0: Can't they just say like, local term? They have to make up some fucking word that's Good like God. makes my sphincter pucker to try to pronounce. <laughs> colloquial. I'm, I'm oh, my God. Now, now I'm there with ass rock. I got a hemorrhoid from <laughs> pronouncing a fucking word. Colloquial. ass rock. Colloquial. Colloquial. Whatever. Colloquial. Almost always used of a hypothetical woman who is willing to date both members of an existing couple agree to not have any relationships other than the ones with the couple or agree not to be sexually involved with one member or the other unless the other member is there.
1: Has anyone ever found this unicorn?
0: We find this all the time. No, you it's don't. Suppo- Yes, we do. We have a number of... Lo- and I keep talking about people Talk. I mean, maybe that's just here. Maybe it's because of our don't amazing and triad. Is- and that's fine. That's- any relationship comes and goes. But, but um, that, that's what not- they call this... They call this uh, they call this a fantasy to chase after, but what they don't understand is there's a lot of women or or men, if you're looking for men. I have Paul, that's enough for me. Paul the stuffed <laughs> Paul's bear. hairy balls. Paul's Paul's <laughs> stuffed Terry balls. Um But there are a lot of people who are in some transition, they're going to school, they're they're following career dreams. They don't want a relationship, but they still want some intimacy. They still want sexual contact in in regards to our community. They still want kink. They still want play. They aren't promiscuous, so they don't want to go and have sex with random uh, people. They want to find somebody that they can trust, that they feel they can explore with. And they're okay with saying, you know what, I'm just going to... I'm just going to play with you guys and then you can go get tests with them and then whatever and they're completely okay just showing up once a month once every couple of months and and that is very satisfying for them so so those people do exist there are a lot of ambitious people out there that just don't have time for a relationship and they qualify under that unicorn and we've Mew Bunny and I have had a number of them and it's exactly that they're in school they live whatever and they're like you know what I just I don't want to go out with a lot of people. So now it seems dickish, I guess, to want that for yourself because a lot of people think that you're not giving that person enough time that they deserve, but that's not that's not always the case.
1: That person may not that want That may not
0: person may not want. Yeah. Now then obviously if somebody wants a relationship and you're not giving them a relationship and you're trying to force them to be only with you, yeah, that's that's kind of dickish. That's a dick move. But if it's somebody that actually wants, if it's a unicorn that actually wants, you know, uh, that situation and they're fine with that and you've negotiated that, what's wrong with it? Right. Sounds great to me. God damn it. Yeah. Unger, did you have something to say?
1: No. No, he's done. Well, then <laughs> God damn it on that. <laughs> no more, no kinky fun tonight?
0: Huh? Nope. Just, just some fucking unicorn magic. <laughs> Take us out. Applause thing.
1: <laughs> and that is our show. Thank you Threshold for providing this perverted playground for us recorded. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold, find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody in the Love Lab tonight, to Unger and Mew and everyone in the chat room, Woo! to Paper Doll and Sticks. We don't know why they keep showing up here, but we're happy Woo! they do. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com.
0: That was show 124. That means is yes. next week, and Mew. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but Fire! It's, but it's Fire! We're, we're okay. going to light Come things up. Yes, let's just burn things. Let's get to the chopper! <laughs> just get and to, the, to chopper. the chopper. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Put the cookie down! <laughs> That's exa- We're going to be medicating Unger, <laughs> what we're going to be no! doing. Oh! my god. Oh my god. They're coming! They are here! The farther I turn him down, it doesn't matter. It he's, just just into- <laughs> oh, he's just bleeding into all the other microphones.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Unger's turn aneurysm. Unger's aneurysm is coming. <laughs>
1: I am. Jesus Christ <laughs> Is that
0: <laughs> Did you just see the face he made?
1: Yeah, that, I think that was uh, That was uh, like
0: contorted altered Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sta- in, uh, that was like a flashback Total to altered recall, states right? or something. Yeah. <laughs> that Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Unger. Poor Unger. Unger, please don't step down off the board. Please. St- no, I'm going to fall hard and break every bone. <laughs> Don't. This is the show we have. This song that's going to play. Let's Now that I've brought you up with the ending of this show, now we're going to bring you nice down to some emo song I wrote about my dysfunctional childhood. It's actually very pretty. It's called Herman. And we will see you guys next week.
3: Yeah! Woo-hoo! It's
0: all right.
3: It's all right. Herman said Herman was a teddy bear I had when I was a boy Last token of my innocence was a favorite child's toy, but it's alright. It's alright, Herman said.